Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa Curry-Lowitz, and I'm here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hello, you beautiful soul. Welcome to the Elisa Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Elisa, and today it is Wednesday, July the 7th. I'm actually sitting down a little bit later this morning than I normally do here on Wednesday uh, to bring to you another solo episode on the mic today. Normally, I'm like all charged and ready to go, but I really wanted to sit with some of the feelings that I've been feeling just a little bit longer Some of my clients in the recent weeks have really been uh, struggling, I don't know if that's the word, but facing their own internal demons and their own internal self-sabotage habits and behaviors. And I've started to notice a, a few of those actually within myself, and I thought, what a perfect opportunity to really talk about this subject in more depth and dedicating an entire episode towards self-sabotage. So this might be a short and sweet one. It's very, very special. And boy, oh boy, if you're a regular listener here to the show, I think you're really going to enjoy this one. And if you're new, welcome. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for stopping by. I think you're going to like this as well. And, uh, If you're new, you're going to really get a a solid taste of this, dare I say, revolutionary, amazing community of people coming together to work on their shit. This amazing community of people who are here to learn and make fundamental changes in their lives that will lift their vibration and pull them closer to their truth is just, it's almost addictive. It's like such a powerful community here. I love that y'all are holding space for me here. And I also wanna give out, I wanna hold space for you too and give a massive shout out to all of you warriors, you silent warriors, you incredible people out there working on your shit so that you know you can be and sit closer to your truth. So if you're listening today and you're here to learn and be inspired, and and go out into the world and live your life and implement change, actually do the doing, then bravo, this is living. This is life. We're supposed to be learning who we are. And we're supposed to be learning how to step into our truth and how to accept who we are and silence the noise and live intuitively. There's... There are just so many voices out there telling us what to do and who to be and how to be and who we're supposed to be and pulling us in a million directions, isn't there? And it's really interesting to observe from that bird's eye view that this is is how it appears for me. For me, I feel as though we've become a world that relies on other people telling us what is best for us, on other people pointing us in the direction that we should, must live our lives and we've become a people that have been conditioned 
to lean away from our truth and put blind faith into the messages of the media and the big corporations and government and religious institutions as though they have our best interests at heart. And this is scary. This is really scary. So for those of you listening right now that are kind of feeling that global shift of taking your own power back and starting to listen to your voice and, and live intuitively, then I like... That is all I can hope for here. And I'm not like a, a, what do you call it? Like a a conspiracy theorist here. I'm just like watching all these people investing their time and energy into something that that is so outside of who they really are. And then they come back and feel stuck, but don't know why. And they keep hiding behind the excuse of, quote unquote, I'm working on it. You know, they dream big, talk big, but in reality, they act small and treat themselves small. All right. And for those out there who have this blanket of self-doubt wrapped around you and fear any sort of self-growth, then, oh my goodness, this episode is for you. I hold so much compassion for this as well. All of these, all of these things like feeling stuck feeling unable to move forward and fearing and not even knowing what you're fearing. You don't even know what's out there to fear, but you just know that changing the way that you do things and changing your habits is like, or behaviors or even thoughts is like so outside of your comfort zone. You don't have the capacity to do that. And that's what we're going to talk about today in today's episode. Like this is going to be amazing. And like I said, I hold so much compassion for this because it was me. This was me for years and years and years. I was actually, and and, and truth be told, I'm still on many layers, <laughs> still this way. And I've I, I still hold these fears. I've buried them deep inside of me. There's layers to all of our growth. And of course, growth is incredibly um, hypocritical. I, I think I'm going to actually do an episode on the hypocrisy of growth. Would you guys be interested in that? <laughs> you got to drop me a line on that because as we grow and we and we learn about what we really want, we can oftentimes feel hypocritical about that. So so stay tuned. <laughs> um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is I oftentimes still fear success and I still feel failure at the same time. It's this really interesting thing. And what it really is, like the underlying thing is that self-sabotage. Self-sabotage in my past was the name of my game. I was really, really, really good at making decisions that made me feel shitty. <laughs> I was really, really, really good at, at starting to hit goals, setting goals, and beginning to reach them, and almost making awesome things happen in my life, and then I would go ahead and mess it up, right? So what did that look like? I mean, it looked like a lot of things It from life goals, like going to the Olympic Games. And for those of you that don't know this about me, I was an almost Olympian. I share a lot of episodes that cover the rise and fall of Elisa Curry-Lowitz when it comes to the Olympic Games and how I got into my own way, how I self-sabotaged and how this was like essentially this massive 
dream of mine that I worked day in and day out for and I I got to the limits of my capacity, which I'm going to speak about very shortly, and and blew everything up and I choked when it came to qualifying for the Olympics. You know, what it also looks like are things are things like making choices that have pulled me away from a fantastic lifestyle change maybe or fantastic relationships or financial and career moves all right so self-sabotage sneaks into a lot of um, areas or has snuck into a lot of areas of my life and it also sneaks into a lot of areas of my clients lives that are like these little sneaky things like they can be little things like not flossing your teeth or not meditating for five minutes a day or giving yourself 10 minutes of self-care a day 10 minutes you know why don't we do those things why don't we go to bed at a time that allows you to get enough sleep and You know, these are the things that many people want in their life, but they just don't allow themselves to get there. And that's what happened to me. I wanted big things. If you go back to the Olympic reference, I was the one responsible for not allowing myself to get there. All right. (laughs) So here's the thing about that. You want to get into this? Yeah, let's get into this. So... How do I begin this? I'm not going to talk about the Olympics necessarily, but maybe I am. Whatever your Olympics is in your life, let's focus on that. So maybe something that you can you want, but you continue to be your biggest roadblock or get into your own way. That's another that's another way to call self-sabotage right? Is when you get into your own way. That's actually when you enter my Facebook group. um, I ask what. One of the questions to get into the the Facebook group is what is your biggest roadblock? And I will say 75% of the people say myself. I'm the one that gets in my own way. All right. And this is a common theme across so many people in this day and age. And that's why I'm, I'm we're having this podcast. That's why we're here. That's why you're here. If you feel like you're getting into your own way, when you are making choices and doing things and doing the work and you're about to get the thing and you've titled it maybe your dream job or getting your dream house or your Prince Charming, finding the one, whatever you're calling it. All right. So you're about to step in a place in your life where you have never been before and achieve something. And then what happens? You start making choices that are out of alignment with stepping into that new space, with stepping into something that you've never had before, all right? You begin to do things and make choices that actually allow yourself not to have it. There's self-doubt, fear, and sabotage, whatever you wanna call it. But the biggest inner dilemma that so many of us feel and can't name exactly is that we don't trust it. There's this feeling of unease, like this unsettled feeling about moving forward with the thing that we've always wanted, that we've been trying to get. There's a discomfort in our bodies of getting the thing we've always wanted. Now, again, I hold compassion for this. For anyone who resonates with this because 
I was there. And for years and years and years, like years later, let's just go this way, years later, and with a lot of reflection, I know that this has stemmed from the idea that I was not worthy of it. I was not worthy of these things. I was not worry, worthy of the things that I wanted in my life. <sighs> Just gonna hold space for that for a second. It comes back to our worth and what we believe we are worthy of. You know, the Olympics, a loving marriage, relationships, whatever you wanna call it, wealth, health, you name it. I would always build this great foundation of success. You know, I would do all the things. And then when I was, when I had it in my hands, I would sabotage it. All right. And it's interesting because in those situations, people would say things like, you've got this, you can do this. You are so worthy of love. And you deserve to be happy and healthy and wealthy and you deserve this relationship and you can do it. You're going to find the one, Prince Charming, whatever. People would say these things to me. And the thing about that is those comments didn't land with me. And if this resonates with you, oh, this is amazing. They didn't land with me because I didn't believe that I was worthy. There wasn't a part of me that believed those things. So when people would say, you you are worthy of love, it it was immediately dismissed. So if you don't feel worthy of getting the things that you want in this life, and then you tell me that I'm amazing, and I, I can live the dream, but there's no part of me that believes that, I will have a hard time receiving that. Do you get it? And that's why there's all those memes and jokes on Instagram about like, yeah, you're worthy of it, sure. Like you're beautiful, sure. If you don't believe that deep down, if there's not one small part of you that believes that you are worthy of having those things, you're going to have a hard time receiving things like compliments from others, love from others, right? And when we we have a deep-seated belief or idea that we're not worthy of receiving these things, we will not receive them. Now, do people run away from the things that they want in life because they don't actually want those things? Yes. You know, do they run away because they can't receive love and respect and appreciation or whatever you want to call it? Yes. And because they don't trust it. Because we don't trust it. We don't trust the unknown. We don't trust the path. Why? Because at some point in the past, that path has led us into some sort of painful experience that we don't want to lead us down again. Even when, you know, the current path that we're on, it was shitty. (laughs) And we keep making choices that make us feel empty. But we know we can handle this pain. You know, we can live in this stuckness for as long as we need to. Because the, you know, we can live in this hurt and disrespect or whatever it is to the degree that we are now because it is our comfort zone. All right. But, but we don't trust that veering out of this zone will land us where we want because it hasn't in the past. So we don't allow ourselves to fully step into our power and listen to our intuition and follow our hearts because it's scary. And of course, the voice of the media and the voice of influencers and the news and 
all of these voices of companies, of big marketing companies telling us what's good for us. And all of these voices are, are like pulling us in all these directions. We're just, we keep abandoning listening to the own, our own voice because we don't even trust that anymore. We don't even trust our own voice anymore because we've abandoned it so many times over and over. So what we do, what do we do here? We, 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 we create sort of like a, like a, a ceiling, like a roadblock. You know, people oftentimes call it an upper limit, right? And we sabotage right before that. So we go as far as we have the capacity to go, which is that limit, that ceiling, before things start to get scary and get vulnerable and get risky, right? So if you are afraid of where your life might go when you start to act and behave and make decisions that will get you to a new place, and then you sabotage right before you get to that place, then you will know what you can manage. You can know what you can handle, what your comfort zone really is. And once you get there, right? Once you get into that zone, let's call it the red zone, the zone right before the ceiling, (laughs) what happens? It's spontaneous combustion time. It's the fuck it zone. It's emotional blow up explosion time. And maybe what happens? Okay. What happens in that space? Well, it depends on where you are and what you're trying to do. Maybe you binge eat. You fuck working out. Fuck this guy over there. I'm fucking out of here. You start fights. You cheat. You lie. You get blackout drunk. (laughs) Night after night after night. Been there. Right? My point is, is that you do something that you... You will not get, you will do something that will not have you land into the level of your life that you say you want. All right? So that is why we do stuff like that. That is why we avoid the work, why we feel stuck. This is why we still do destructive things in our lives and we continue to make choices that make us feel empty inside. It's a learned behavior, actually. Our capacity is learned. So for me, now I've sat with these feelings and done a lot of inner child work, a lot of work. So I, and I've spent, and if you have spent a lot of time with this, uh, then maybe you'll have some of your own answers here. And I'm not saying this to shame anyone who hasn't figured this out yet. Oh my gosh, no. But often people look at me and we have these discussions and they feel as though things have been easy for me in my life. And I just want to say like, no, I've just put in the time and the work and I've done these things and I've been guided, I've been helped, I've been supported through these things. And I just want to make that distinction because yes, some of it was easy, but most of it was really difficult to sit in that vulnerable space and be able to actually see the demons inside of me and work through those instead of pushing them down, pushing them down, pushing them down. And it's difficult to sit within that space of discomfort and witness the sabotage that I did and that I continue to do in my life. I am a, I am a work in progress, if you will. I'm a recovering self-sabotager. 
it's difficult to sit with that and then decide to hold space for myself to sit with the idea of what being vulnerable will bring and what achieving the goals will bring and what living my truth will bring into my life. So my own inner child work involves going back to the times where I started to build my own ceiling, my own limit. You know, when I worked my ass off at school and came home with a 95% report card and it wasn't good enough for my dad. Where's the other 5%? Those little things. As a kid, I started to, you know, create this idea that I wasn't enough. It doesn't matter how hard I work, I'm never going to get it. It's never going to be good enough. You know, when I was in love with more than one man, man, in my life, I was in love with all my heart and was cheated on. You know, that's a path that we, we, we trust that our partners will be faithful to us and that our love will be enough or whatever the fucking fantasy story is. And then they cheat. That's a path that I don't want to go down again. So I'm not going to love like that again. Why would I, you know? And when we, when I was put in my place, even like if you, these, these things like for being a woman in sport, Women in sport, like it's it's hard, especially, I don't know, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. I, it is getting better. It's still challenging, you know, where because we're never going to be as strong or as fast or as, as skilled as men in some of those like really high technical performing sports. Our bodies just are not made that way in general. All right. I'm not saying like some men, lots. I, I, I've beaten a lot of men, but not the best of the best of the best. The best woman and the best man. There is some serious skill differences there just based on our physique and our hormones and our body types and all of that stuff. But it's always this like continuous comparison. And even as a female coach, coaching people never took me seriously because I was a woman even though I had all these achievements things like this I did like as I live my life I allowed these things to really impact me deeply and they kept uh strengthening that ceiling for me to make change and to follow my intuition and my gut right so we all have our own ceiling and if you'd like to learn more about your beliefs and resistance to change please go and listen to the previous episode. I think it's episode 110 and even 109. That's on belief systems and stuff. I do a lot of teaching on that and that can help you uh, a little bit further with all of this and like where we develop our belief systems and why we feel stuck on a a little bit of a different area here. This one's a little bit more on self-sabotage, but I want to continue with this. So if you're listening to these episodes back to back to back, oh my gosh, this is going to start really resonating with you. And the The interesting thing about sabotage is that we need to learn how to say fuck it. We need to learn this. And it's a survival thing because we don't want to face the discomfort and fear of what might be inside of our bodies. We actually learn to cheat. We learn to avoid ourselves as survival skills. We've learned whatever self-destructive behavior we do, because at one time or another, they have helped us in the past. You know? I don't know exactly what it was when my dad said, where's the other 5%? But I do know that it was like, fuck it. Why do I, why would I, 
do this if no one cares, you know, something like that, right? This is like teenage and childhood behavior that we're pulling into adulthood. So we made these decisions <laughs> when we were kids. We, we learned these behaviors and we, we got these ideas when we were kids and we're pulling them into our adulthood and we're normalizing them. But now we're grown ass adults and yet we go to the, our go-to behaviors are that of children or that that we established when we were kids. How interesting is that? How interesting is it that we avoid being present and avoid doing the things that we know will bring us a deeper connection to what we want? We avoid building up our capacity and pushing that ceiling up and up and growing and expanding our connection to ourselves. How interesting is that? And sit, like, and to sit with the feelings of disappointment, of loss, and maybe where love has led us and or a decision we have made to improve our lives has led us that has hurt us. We avoid sitting with those feelings. And the other interesting thing is to observe all of the things that you try to do to help you grow and expand that is not sitting with those feelings. <laughs> uh, it's so funny because sitting with them is the is so important. It's the thing. It is the thing, you know? So... Because there are hard feelings within you. There's grief, there's guilt, there's sadness, unworthiness. Those feelings live in you. You have learned to push them down instead of feel them. Feel them. And you like they come up all the time when you're triggered. They come up when life circumstances present themselves. They come up in the self-sabotage when we hit the ceiling. Those feelings come up. They create that emptiness inside, that feeling of stuckness, that feeling of... There's, I have, I'm not living up to my potential. That's the emptiness. It's a hole. It's a void. And of course, we have learned ways to try to fill that hole or void or emptiness that is not sitting with our feelings. You know, it's through the self-help books, the podcasts, the morning routines, the workouts, the diets, the makeup, the fashion, the, the I don't know, retail therapy. All of these things that we do are we do all of these things yet we still feel stuck and empty those are distractions those are great things sometimes but without the internal work and sitting with the feelings that you will never fill that void you will never fill it can you actually sit in the space of yourself and your beliefs and unexpressed emotion can you do that there's no silver bullet that's going to get you out of this there's no magic thing that's going to get you out of this. The, the answer is that you need to stop doing the shit that makes you feel empty. You need to sit with your feelings. You need to feel them. You've got to stop avoiding yourself with distractions. I mean, go for it. Try it. Do the things. But when you still feel empty at the end of the day and you still feel stuck and you're not pushing the needle or moving that ceiling up or getting the things that you want then that's a big red flag that what you're doing is not fulfilling. You're not actually growing. You're avoiding. You got to stop making choices that leave, 
lead you to your glass ceiling without building your capacity to expand in all the directions. And that capacity lies in that unexpressed emotion. So many of my clients say things like, it's like this. I don't know why I'm so anxious or I don't know why I have so much self-doubt. I don't know why I can't quite put my finger on it. I can't pinpoint it. And the truth is, the truth of it all is that we have not learned to make choices that are in alignment with our truth. We are literally making choices that suit other people for other people that we, and we assume that we're helping other people and we're, we're not helping ourselves. We want to please other people. And we've been doing it for so long that we have no idea how to get back into our hearts and into ourselves again. Aside from building capacity, we must also start to listen to those intuitive feelings within us. That voice, the silent voice, not the storyteller, not the ego that will blab and blab and justify and guilt trip you and make you feel like a victim and judge everyone and gossip. No, 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 no. The intuitive feeling is speaks without words. It's a feeling. I mean, sometimes my intuition says yes or no or maybe or meh or go for it or try it, you know, like little words. But it's more of like this feeling of yes, I'm gravitating towards that or no, that is, doesn't feel right. That's how you take your power back is building your capacity and which is also a constant work in progress. <laughs> the work is listening to your gut. It's saying no. It's taking your power back in the, in the, in the actions that you do. All right, because if you're in a loop of self-sabotage, let's go back to the self-sabotage word. If you're in a loop and you're looping in this and you kind of like, you do things and you get excited about them and then meh, meh, you kind of go back. Everything just goes back to your default setting. You just keep you know, feeling those hurt feelings again. And maybe, you know, you choose a different guy. He looks a little bit different, but you know, a year or two years down the road, it's like the same relationship. It's the same problems. It's the same everything. You know, that stuff is not about the other person. That stuff is about you and how you have learned to, um, spontaneously combust <laughs> how you have learned to behave when you get into that red zone and you're about to step into a place that you have never been before you know and you don't actually know or see your own choices you don't actually own your own choices you don't own your power because you've been giving it away and when you listen to your intuition and realize that you feel empty and keep making choices that continue to lead you into that space of emptiness, that's when you will realize, oh shit, I am empty. This is the awareness piece that I work on so much with my clients and within myself all the time. Oh shit, I am empty. I'm giving myself away again. Oh, there's that again. You know, I, I'm disconnected to myself and leaving parts of me all over the place so that I can continue to live my life in this way that's in a way that's no longer serving me, but I just don't want to change that. So I'm just going to keep making the same choices that make me feel empty. Do you see the loop? Because I'm afraid of, you know, the unknown. I, I am afraid of, of 
what might be, right? And if, if, you, if you do want to do, quote unquote, the work and put in the work of returning to yourself and coming back to your wholeness inside, it begins with looking at the dark places that you don't want to see, that you've been avoiding and to love them to hold space to feel them and have compassion for who you are and who you've been, to have compassion for all of the versions of who you are in your life. This is the work that my clients do inside the Elisa Unfiltered Inner Circle. This is the work that I hired a coach to help me with for almost a decade, all right? This is the scary shit. This is the fear. And let me remind you that being afraid is actually not bad. Fear is actually very helpful. <laughs> and I, I know I say, I've said this in the past in previous episode. And, and if you work with me, then you absolutely know that fear is not all bad, especially when you're in a dangerous situation. We need to have fear. However, fear is also and can also be incredibly irrational. What does that mean? It means we make up scary situations in our mind that's actually not happening in this present moment. So we project ourselves into the past. Something scary has happened to the past. We pull it to the future or excuse me, to the present. Or we project ourselves into some scary situation in the future that's never happened. We make up stories and pull it into the now. And then we believe those things to be true in this moment even though they're so far from the truth, because in this moment, we're like right here and being present and allowing yourself to be present and feeling your feelings will bring you into this moment. It will remind you that there's no need to fear because you're okay and you're safe and things are good. Maybe not good. They just are. <laughs> whatever, whatever your situation is. Fear is also super irrational and that's why we, we self-sabotage. We don't trust because we've made up all of these fake fears about what might be. Anyways, huh. <sighs> deep breath. That was a lot. There's a lot of things there. I think I need to go and meditate on all of that <laughs> good stuff. What about you? Like, wowza, what a powerful, powerful, powerful lesson in all of this. And in that space of self-sabotage and how we can observe that space and that loop that we are in and maybe give ourselves the capacity to push that ceiling. And of course, and this is not a shameless plug, but if you feel stuck and if this resonates with you and you're ready to take your power back and heal and work on your shit and build the life that you want, Right, Not that you say you want, but actually get the life that you want in a way that's very sustainable and healing and empowering because there is that choice for you. There is that choice for you. And to get the relationship that you want, to build inner trust and love and build a relationship with yourself that you want and stop that sabotage, even if it's the little things. It can be big things and the little things. Then I highly, highly, highly encourage you to take my hand and work with me one-on-one. This is the shit that that people are working on. This is is changing people's lives. 
right? Working inside the Elisa Unfiltered inner circle is, is just, it's such a powerful and beautiful experience for everybody, for me too. Like when the teacher becomes the student is the powerful spot, place to be. I'm watching people transform. And I will say this, you can always, always, always change. I really love that line. And you are allowed to let go of the beliefs and the habits and behaviors that once served you in your life, right? And take a new path. You're allowed to do that. You're a grown ass adult. You don't need to defend an old narrative that's no longer serving you. You can always, always, always change. (sighs) I need to take another breath there. I don't know how many times I breathed in this entire podcast. That was pretty intense. Anyways, (laughs) oh, thank you for holding space for me to talk about this. And I, I just, I appreciate you oh so, so, so much. And I'm sending all the love back to you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please go and subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcast, take a screenshot and share on your social media. I would so, so appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening today. Okay, I'm over here giving you a big virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Elisa Unfiltered podcast. I cannot believe how fast that just flew by, right? And if you want more, head over to elisaunfiltered.com for show notes and all the links to all things Elisa Unfiltered. If you are looking for a new crew of body love, self-care, and confidence builders just like yourself, be sure to join my exclusive community over on Facebook. The link is waiting for you at elisaunfiltered.com. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time.